0: Day two at the Worldwide Radio Summit here in Los Angeles and back in the car park. Um, looking potentially a little bit silly, recording a podcast intro. My name is Dom Evans, I'm head of production at Fox FM in Melbourne. I'm talking to audio producers from all around the world, uh, literally, about how they craft the sound of radio stations. This is Podcast. Extremely fortunate to be able to get the production panel, uh, well, most of the panel. Unfortunately, Jake Kaplan wasn't able to join us, but um, I got the rest, and they're very good. So, of course, Kelly Doherty, um, owner of the Imaging House. Ashley Cavalieri is the Production Creative Services Director at iHeartMedia in Connecticut. Uh, Brian Apple, of course, of SiriusXM, and Denzel Lacey has joined them recently as well, still working from Dublin. And Miles Slivko, Director of Imaging here at KISS in Los Angeles. Um, It was a great chat. And um, it was so great that I forgot to hit record. <laughs> yep. Uh, so the first 30 seconds of Kelly's answer is missing. So we pick up just 30 seconds into uh, what is a great discussion around whether potentially imaging is just sliding down the priority list a little um, for some radio stations around the world. So Kelly gives me her thoughts on that. Um, and then we get on with what ends up being a great podcast. Okay, so here we go. With Kelly Doherty, is imaging sliding down the priority list?
1: A lot of social media is taking its place. You know, social media has a higher importance now for obvious reasons. And, um, and then there's budget reasons that, um, you know, sometimes it's easier to get your, your imaging done by someone outside the station. Maybe a local imaging person can handle, you know, other stuff. So mm. a lot of it is being produced at the same time. Yeah. Miles, I loved
0: what you were saying about how we have to sort of take ownership of it a little bit, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I
2: think that, you know, if you value your time and your work, then you have to be, you know, uh, I mean, obviously there's a balance to strike, but, uh, you have to stand up for yourself in certain situations and know how to say no. If somebody's trying to lowball you and be like, okay, we need a hundred pieces a month from you for a hundred dollars or whatever. Like that's probably a no. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I like what Kelly was saying. I mean, Maybe like isn't the right word, but you mentioned, you know, that social media is taking priority away from, you know, imaging and production and stuff like that. And I've been thinking about this, too, recently, like, is there a point where we stop putting imaging in the silo of radio production? And can it also include social media and digital content and stuff like that? Like, I feel like we're all already, you know, creating Content in some respect, you you know. So, like, I don't know that it would necessarily be that hard to branch out into other uh, forms of media, be it social media, YouTube, you know, whatever. Like, those lines of media are starting to blur, and eventually, it's you know, it's just creating content and putting it wherever people are going to find it. So, I don't, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that radio imaging could become a
1: multimedia kind of gig if that makes sense. Yeah, it should be. And what I meant by social media is that a lot of uh, sorry, a lot of focus has turned to social media or they're hiring more positions and might need the budget for social media positions right. rather than imaging if they can get it produced cheaper somewhere else. But then a lot of that has become Um, You know, the the imager kind of sits in a production studio with four walls around them, and sometimes we have windows and sometimes we don't, and um, just not becoming in the background of a radio station and, um, you know. There's a lot of things that we can't do that we used to do before, especially with the creative stuff. There's just not a lot of time for it now, and there's a lot of um, push for social media and other priorities. So that's what I was getting at mm. with that question.
0: Yeah. Um, Brian, can we go to you for a minute? You know, we're talking about sitting in a studio all the time. Do you have some processes or, um, you know, work habits that, that really help you with staying I, creative?
3: I do a lot of watching tutorials on plugins, stuff that just gets me inspired, mm-hmm. book reading, re- books on creativity activity uh, actually creative quest by quest love is a great book I've gone through it now the sixth time and I'm still picking up new things that he because he does talk about pro tools being in studios so I sort of to me it's almost like I'm sort of there and plus I like classic hip-hop so he talks a lot about stuff that I'm like oh yeah I remember that and then he talk, talks about how he does it how he got inspired and Thought processes that you, that all of us tend to do, but you don't think you do it because it just sort of comes natural. You know, it's just one of those. Oh, hey, it's creative, so I do a lot of that. When I was at Rockstar Games, we did a lot of a lot of the sound designers and everyone tended to go to a lot, a lot of uh, tutorial websites every day before they started work. They watched. Something on a plugin, right? Just or, to sort of fire up the just sort of fire yeah. up and get an idea whether it, it it peaks. You may know that plugin, but it, there you may pick something else new out of it, or a tutorial on a, a new DAW. Even though we don't have, maybe we weren't using it, it would just it. You know, if you're technical, especially for a lot of sound designers, you would pick up ideas. Mm. And for me, sometimes I just go in and or I'll listen to some music before I get started. And uh, And I just, I feel it as I'm producing. If you, you you guys all know, I'm sure you guys, Mm -hmm. as you're producing, you sort of feel it and you don't think anymore. It's sort of like, it's like you're in like a trance. So I I don't know if I answered that question. Yeah, no, I think you (laughs) do. I'm rambling.
2: (laughs) I'm with you on the tutorials too. I feel like, you know, as, you know, producers and people who sit in front of a computer all day, like the good side of that is that there are a lot of us contributing, you know, tutorials, and there's just a wealth of information available online, because it's so easy for us to put it out there, because we're already at the computer. Like I saw a tutorial recently about, you know, most of the tutorials for production are about music, but they apply, you know, we're using the same software. And so I saw a tutorial about creating submixes to uh, streamline your workflow for like mixing music. And like, I've you know for big promos that have like a ton of tracks and stuff like that it's just it makes it really easy to you know uh kind of streamline your workflow and you know gain stage you know okay these are my sound effects this is my music and you know you can sidechain the music to your uh vocals and all that and like really create a nice mix on the things that need it you know not everything does but you know it's it, you learn a lot of valuable stuff from those tutorials
1: well, there's also mm. tons of tutorials on producing imaging specifically and a lot of them come from pr- um, production libraries and those producers put out lots of tips and tricks specifically for people who are doing imaging and there's tons of value in that too. On
3: mm. website. You, have
1: that. you have some of that stuff Oh yeah. Website. yeah. I know. Yeah. Imaginghouse.com.
0: Yeah. I to
4: that during. I wanted to mention the Imaging <laughs> House during the um, panel. Grab that mod from miles. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um why? Because you asked the question, or someone did, and, oh, oh, how do you bounce creative ideas off each other? And Miles mm-hmm. said that, you know, you talk to a bunch of different people in the studio. I don't have anybody to talk to. So I have to network, and I do have places like tutorials and the Imaging House and everything like that. To kind of uh, help me.
0: You know, um, creativity, I think, is so critical to what we do. Um, Ben Cooper from the BBC um, had a great point because I think streaming services have come up a lot, you know, um, Apple Music and Spotify. And he was saying we have to compete with them on creativity because we can't compete with them financially, you know. Like, they're always going to have more money and um, maybe Denzel will go to you first. I suppose Spotify doesn't have that content. It's it's purely
5: music, whereas radio has got that connection with people. And I could see Apple Music and Spotify going down the route of having a bit more personality. Mm -hmm. It mightn't be long wind, it mightn't be 30 seconds, it could be like five seconds. But I think that's the one thing that radio has really got is that personality and connection
0: with that listener. Mm. Yeah, Brian, could we maybe um, pass the mic to you for a sec? Uh Um,
3: I think keeping like, well, specifically for like streaming services, they do, uh, I guess they do Less imaging, but they do do a lot of artist-driven channels. You know, sort of like mm. we do at SiriusXM, and that's that distinguishes a lot. But I think imaging for local, like you know, like you were saying about uh, you know uh, keeping things like local, they have local imaging pieces, have cultural, have keeping that kind of stuff on the air, sort of defies it. Other than a jukebox just playing and streaming music, that's yeah. pretty much robotic. I mean, it's all automated. You know. Yeah, Kelly.
1: There's a lot of radio stations that um, um, sometimes you could take the imaging of that radio station, and uh, like someone was just talking about it during the session just now, you could take the imaging of a radio station and put it on another radio station in the same format or or whatever in a different market. So, it what to to tack on to what Brian was saying, um, and Miles does it a lot with Kiss's imaging. About I mean, you did one where um, it's Grammy weekend in LA. And, um, or, or LA is full <laughs> if you're in <laughs> town for the Grammys please go home it's full or something like that which it's is right. very Los Angeles specific you
2: couldn't just put that on any station right, yeah. right. I like when I see, uh, like, something that I wrote and put on KISS being stolen by people on social media as, yes. like, memes and stuff. I'm like, okay, that, that was a good line, I guess. You know, like, one of them I saw on, uh, there's, a, there's an account called Overheard LA. There's a New York one, too. It's, like, you know, things people overhear around the city and uh, thus, like, local, you know, jokes and stuff. And uh, I saw one on there recently that was a sweeper I made for KISS that was like, if I pick you up from Burbank, you owe me coffee. If I pick you up from LAX, you owe me rent. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's brilliant. That's, and that's connecting with the audience. I think that's kind of at the heart of what we're always trying to do. Um, Ashley, can we go to you on this? Um, sure. Just on competing on creativity. How do you go with creativity and, and, and sort of um, how important is it for you in your role?
4: It's super important. Super important. So, yeah, I like to grab creativity from things that are happening on a daily basis like um, – there are so many Facebook trends that are going on all the time, so I try to pull things from there to use as imaging pieces. Um, like, those challenges, they all had, what was it? Like, the koala challenge was, like, the latest cool thing. So, mm-hmm. I like pulling from pop culture a lot. Um, and. koala. It looks like it's like the super hard thing where you have to like climb up your partner's body like a koala. And like, I don't know, there's these ridiculous things that they just come up with. And I have no idea why, but I could never do it because you have to have a lot of upper body strength and it's Mm. not happening. But yeah, of course, creativity is super important. And I try to grab it from... uh, Everywhere I can, like when I'm talking to my friends, like what are they talking about? Or what TV shows or mm. movies are happening right now? Or like words like bay or legit. Or, you know what I mean? like.
0: And those words come and go so quickly too. You have do. to be so careful about when you get on that bandwagon because you don't want to be the radio station that's like hey, you know, totes good and it's Dude, like that's not the word anymore.
2: There's a Twitter account called Brands Saying Bay and the whole thing <laughs> is just like horrible cringe-worthy <laughs> examples of brands like trying to, like hello fellow youths, you know? Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well look, while we're on this, I feel like
0: tone plays into this a lot. Ashley, you were talking about tone on stage. Um, how do you approach that in your work when you're trying to find a tone for imaging?
4: Yeah, so I would have to find the tone from our voiceover people, right? So I um, I would give them the copy and sort of let them know what we're trying to accomplish within it and then get it back from them. Sometimes I'll send them a an example of what I wanted to sound like. Is this, is this answering the question? Yeah, is this it is. what you mean? Yep. Yeah. So like our voiceover girl, sometimes I'll send her an example of what I mean and then she'll replicate it in her own way. And, um, try to get it out that way
0: mm. and yeah. Brian I just want to go to you here for a second because um, you were talking about a one pager that you guys do for right. your brands at, at Sirius XM right. Right. Um, so how often would you refer to that and, and would you refer to that when you're writing you, more or?
3: usually when like we try to rotate uh, producers so we you know Certain producers are better than certain genres, so we try to rotate and keep them on certain you know certain channels. But mm-hmm. then we also like to throw them curveballs. It's like, hey, you may be a good rock producer, how about try Symphony Hall? How about try jazz? Which it sort of rounds the producer is mm-hmm. instead of doing the same genre all the time. It's like, okay, you're creative over here. How can you be creative over here? And take take it, but not go the to the extreme you would for a rock station, a country station, or so. We do a lot of juggling, so like if somebody gives somebody comes in, they don't know that format. They can look at this one sheet, and they can, you know, kind of understand. Okay, my dad listens to Symphony Hall, or my grandpa would listen to that. Mm. And uh, so, can you give us an example of what sort of information would be on that one sheet? Uh, it would be sort of. It would pretty much be the age. It would be we we did. I mean, the research was even what kind of cars people drive. Where do they hang out? Do they hang out in coffee shops? Do they hang out at uh, country buffet <laughs> you know mm. uh what's their average income i mean it's do they do they read digital media do they l- look at you know newspapers magazines or do they read those online it, it breaks it down almost so you pretty much know the person it's almost like a identity theft sort of, mm. i guess you can, <laughs> i don't it almost you almost get the social security number or, yeah, you know, yeah. i don't know so i mean it, it's it's really deep. I mean, especially if you don't know, because I don't know every format. But sometimes I'll will be like, I'll use that as a reference, and it, it does help. I mean, especially when you have so many genres and so many different, it's it's very helpful. I mean, even I guess if you were in a cluster and you know you were mm-hmm. imaging, it might might be nice, especially if you get salespeople or you know coming in, or even if you get new programmers who come in that really don't understand other formats, it might be just something nice to have to give to them. If, if especially if you have new hires in the building.
0: Okay. Mm. Smart, Kelly, did you well, have any thoughts on that?
1: There's also um you know these days a CHR radio station can be so many different things. I see it with voiceover a lot. there isn't one specific sound for for voiceover for a CHR radio station that same that goes the same with imaging there's um, so many different styles of imaging per format so um it's not just the stereotype of you know i'm going to produce this for a chr radio station or this for a rock radio station sometimes you have to find what sound fits your station well all the time you have to find the sound that fits your station and of course what the uh, program director is looking for
0: Mm yeah um you know the relationship with the program director came up a fair bit um and it has sort of come up throughout the whole um conference miles maybe we'll start with you how important is the relationship with the pd and and how do you build a great one
2: well you, you, uh, it's all about trust you know like they have to trust you to uh do your job well like do what they hired you to do and you have to trust them to give you good direction and uh you know good advice and stuff like that and uh Yeah. You know, uh, when you first start working for somebody that trust isn't there, it's, you know, built over time, you know, like you show that you can deliver what they're looking for. A lot of times there's like a figuring out period where you're feeling out where each other's boundaries and, you know, tastes are and stuff like that. But uh, once you get there, then, you know, you have a relationship where you just are on the same page and you can, you know, uh, uh, just kind of use your instincts at that point, I think.
0: Yeah, definitely. Denzel, you've just started at Sirius SiriusXM, um, so you're probably building some new relationships at the moment. Um, how do you build great relationships and how important is it to you? Well, it's
5: quite different for me because I'm outside of the building mm-hmm. and don't really get to meet these people. So I take a trip over every now and again to New York or DC and meet these people and chat to them what the stations are about and what we're doing. But I just find that when you build up that relationship, as I said, that they can trust you, that if you leave it two days late, just ask them, can I deliver this a week later? Um, the work is just going to be a lot better. Now, I know that's a luxury in, in my position. A lot of people don't have that um, ability to be able to do that. But it definitely helps in having that good relationship to build up over time with them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Um, Obviously, we don't have um, all day. I really appreciate all of your times. um, But I did just want to quickly go around. um, What are you guys working on at the moment? And I guess over the next little while, um, Ashley, start with you. What's coming up for the next year for you? How's um, you got any goals or any special projects that you're working on?
4: we with Casey 101 the radio station that I image for. Um, we I want to get more creative with it and I want to, I just want to do more and I hear so many other stations and I voice for other stations and I hear what they're doing and I kind of want to emulate that. Um, so I just, I don't know, I just want to make it bigger and better and the always... You know, just always forward. improving, always improving, absolutely. Yeah,
2: yeah, I love that. That's yeah. great. Miles, should we uh, go to you while we're here? Um, well, I feel like the big things I'm working on haven't been announced yet. Uh, uh so okay. you know, oh hey, well, broadcast, right? this is uh, <laughs> let's announce it now, right? You know, I mean, it, well, you know, the, like there's our <laughs> summer concert and you know, Jingle Ball coming up at the end of the year, and those things, those promos always have to sound better than the previous year, and uh, it, you know, the sound of the promo will depend on the lineup, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's yeah making it sound like we're solving all the world's problems with a concert you know every time it comes around so
0: (laughs) yeah yeah and it's the biggest one ever it's always always the biggest biggest one one ever ever. (laughs) yeah yeah Um, Kelly the imaging house is going great what's on the horizon for you over the next little while you're about Um, to head to Radio Days Europe
1: yes oh my gosh that's right
0: we're flying out tonight not together
1: yeah, the flight is tonight, so I'm doing a session at Radio Days. Europe in Lausanne. Is it Luzon or Luzan? Do you know? Oh, you're w- from Australia. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I feel like we should have rehearsed this beforehand.
0: Maybe. <laughs>
1: no, we're good. So, Louisiana. I'm doing... <laughs> yeah, if I wind up there, I'm in the wrong place. Um, no, I'm doing a session on the emotional connection of imaging to the listener because everything Fantastic. is based on emotional connection whether it's politics or your best friend and of course music is in there too and so should imaging, so I'm crazy nervous, but it's going to be awesome. I just need to get get on the plane and decompress from, we just had a big um, uh, mixer the other day for the imaging house, and that was so much fun to see everybody. So Nothing calms
2: the nerves like a flight to Europe. Yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: I could sl- I'll good sleep goal, on the whole thing. <laughs> Hopefully. That's what I say now. But yeah, lots of big things coming up. Um, I'm just trying to be bigger and better, like I guess the common theme is. Mm-hmm.
0: Fantastic. And Denzel, very exciting time for you, mate, moving yeah. over to Sirius. What's on the horizon for you? I think it's trying to upskill on
5: multi-formats. I'm kind of stuck in that CHO and I think we all get stuck in that CHOR kind of bracket. Mm-hmm. So it's trying to understand how hip-hop is put together. And I've got mm-hmm. Brian here, who yep. is obviously mad into hip-hop, so I check with him a good bit and he's a great mentor in terms of hip-hop and just rock and
0: just all these different formats that I've never worked with before. Awesome. Congratulations on the new job as well, Thank man. You. And Brian, what's on the horizon for you? Good, sir. I know you were saying you've signed a lot of papers and can't discuss too much, uh, but uh, is there anything that you can say? <laughs> it's okay. Uh,
3: um, I, well, we've acquired Pandora Radio. I've been helping out a lot with that. Yeah. Um, creating new lo- Sonic logos for them quite a bit like, right now. and That's uh, really exciting. What else? What uh, else? LL Cool J radio uh, his uh, Rock the Bells radio working with him constantly so and then we you know I sort of bounce around I'm sort of in a hybrid position so I I sort of help out here start a project then sort of move on so it's it's almost like I find out every 2 weeks okay here's your new project but here's so it, it's it's sort of kind of hard so I'm sort of a geek and love to learn new plugins and learn new skills so I sort of in between do that kind of stuff make sound effects and you know do that or help out like if Denzel needs help you know and they send me a lot of traveling to go down and help people in some of the other so I it's uh, it changes all the time so it's it's sort of hard to tell
0: that's fantastic.
3: But I, I learn from these guys, you know, as much as, you know, I give them and then they teach me a lot of new skills too. So uh, so it's it's always fun, you know, just to hang around, All you know, like everybody like this. It's always because, you know, it's a great learning experience. So yeah. I do appreciate coming to this kind of thing all the time. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: it's a great community. And um, congratulations to you guys on the panel today. You're all top of your fields and um, should be very thanks. proud. So thanks. Thanks for coming fun. on. Thanks for having us. And a huge thanks to the panel again for joining me. I really appreciate their time. They're all very busy. Kelly Doherty, Ashley Cavalieri, Brian Apple, Denzel Lacey and Miles Livko. You guys are legends. Thank you so much. And thank you to you guys for tuning in. Um, I really hope I've been able to sort of be your uh, eyes and ears uh, for this conference. And it's really great to see production continue to be heroed at, um, you know, these events. It's something I'm very passionate about and great to see uh, so much support from the industry as well. So... All right, until next time, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm at DomEvansAU on Twitter. Stay safe.